0: All right, welcome to the Week 8 Sons of Fantasy Football League podcast. I'm your host and commish, Denver Desert Dog. And joining me tonight to talk the Week 8 in Sons of Fantasy Football League is from Teabag, bag Shane Stein. How's it going, buddy?
1: Not good, Matt. Not good. Uh, on a little skit here. Struggling. Um, not good. Not excited about where we're at, but we're uh, gonna make some, just making a move right here before the show started. Trying to add a little life to the squad, a little thorn in our side from uh, years past. Gonna hopefully lose the victory this week.
0: And joining us is from the Sea Wolves, Phil Bruce. Do you mind redoing that intro? The
2: first place highest scoring team number one in your standings number one in your heart Seawolves as, as always through the first seven eight weeks of the season the Seawolves have captured the championship there is no need to play any more games thank you for having me, great to be here um, congrats to my team
0: Shane, I, I didn't do you justice there, I was a little distracted sorry, but Anytime you can go trade for a former, softball champion quarterback, you have to (laughs) go do it. it. Yeah, gotta do it. (laughs) Kirk Cousins one o'clock game against the hapless Cardinals defense. We need a (laughs) test. Yeah, let me know if you have any interest in trading for Taysom Hill because I think you need a tight end this week too. (laughs) I do. All right, let's talk. (laughs) We'll talk. I'm gonna try. I don't, get, want, I don't want that evil on my squad.
1: Come
2: on, it's not that bad. Bad karma. <laughs> it's Not that bad. Dancing with the devil over there.
0: Well, we did have some trades happen, so I guess we should recap them. Um, let me pull them up on here. I know. So i I traded for Kyler Murray five dollars for Kyler. Um, Christian Kirk went from the Mad Dogs to the Flock for ten dollars. Devontae Adams went from the Mad Dogs to the Desert Dogs for George Pickens and $25. And Shane just got Kirk Cousins for $5. So, four trades that happened since the last time we talked. I'll let you guys uh, take it from there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll speak on mine real quick. Obviously, it was pretty no big deal I mean I need a quarterback this week in desperate times um didn't like a whole lot on the wire Trying to get Brady yesterday so far glad that I didn't hasn't been a great game so far yet
3: but uh kind of got a win this week and didn't really
1: like what was out there on the wire so I think Cousins has a good matchup got a deal done there um Obviously, the big big needle mover is the Devontae Adams one. Uh, Desert Dogs pushing all the chips into the middle. Thought you got him for a pretty reasonable price. Um, player of that caliber, only having a shot of 25, and I mean, not that Pickens is a nothing, but probably
3: a nothing for the rest of this year, for sure. Um,
1: so, Really good deal for the Desert Dogs there. I thought I thought that was a good steal by uh, by you to get Adams. I'm surprised that Mick uh, was willing to let him go for for that that cheap. Yeah, I was surprised by that. Any good way for the Desert Dogs? Adams at twenty five makes Cook it
2: whatever it was fifty feel like a, a really massive overpay because I'm not that convinced they're all that. Different in terms of players that are going to give you that kind of production in the lineup. I'm really anxious to see the the Adams Hill stack in this Desert Dog lineup. It, that's going to be a tough roster
0: to play with. You mean Kyler?
2: Uh, yeah, Kyler. <laughs> the yeah. The other got- one. The other one you got to mention because I I, I I like a lot of the other moves, but this renegades roster looking at the pieces that they had not only coming into the season but the run they've been on this season adding an rb1 in dalvin cook it's a it's it's a great reason for for my team to to slowly bow out exit stage left rest of the year and crown them right now we're all playing for second as it's been since the beginning
0: I still don't think anybody ever said that, but you just, <laughs> We all know that even though even though even though it's bleeding, you have to shoot that horse two more times. Just to make sure, just to make sure it's dead, all right? Horse is dead. Next week we're moving on. Um Yeah, I texted Mick immediately, obviously, when he sent the the email out and we had some conversations, he said he was going to give it two days to see if anybody else reached out and heard back from him on Tuesday, and he said he's yours, so, I don't know, but I'm sure you guys are excited to have Kyle Murray be my quarterback for the next couple of weeks, because can't um, wait. I um, don't uh, see how it ends well.
2: <laughs> merciful
1: death to R.W.,
3: um <laughs> you
2: didn't, dogs roster. <laughs> you didn't do him right.
0: I can't take it. I can't take it anymore. And, and Trevor Lawrence, if he's not rushing for touchdowns, he's worthless. So I I had to I hate trading for a quarterback, but like Shane said, the waiver wire is awful.
1: Yeah, I mean I was looking at it and I, it was like, Do I really want to roll the dice with Davis Mills and uh or David Mills?
0: Whatever the hell his name is, Davis. <laughs> um,
3: yeah, pretty much a a must-win game.
1: <laughs> um, not that you really want Kirk Cousins in the must-win game, but I certainly don't want Mills.
0: I had uh, I had Mahomes on by in that league. I picked up PJ Walker to play this week, so yeah, it's not great. And as Phil mentioned, he is. Tops in the standings. We're approaching um, the halfway point of the regular season for the NFL, so we should probably do a little check in here. We got uh, one six and one team, the Seawolves, four five and two teams, franchise, flock, renegades, and ice cream. Um, One team at four and three, the Bullweevils, and then the Desert Dogs and the Baggers at three and four.
1: Yeah, pretty top-heavy, pretty top-heavy right now. Um, not first-year-last, it feels like. Yes. <laughs> not first-year-last. That's why it's kind of a must-win game for us, three and four squads here. Can't really afford to, to lose much ground. I mean, the sixth spot is four and three right now, but there's those five teams up, five and two are better. Um, Going to need to put some wins on the board if you want to uh, make the playoffs this year. It looks like you have to get to at least eight, probably nine.
2: The haves and haves-nots. Uh, Seawolves, best team before Halloween in the league, as we know, going into every season. I'm not loving my roster the rest of the year, especially with Hollywood Brown having some question marks. He, he was a really big piece to my early success, getting him at the value that I did. But uh, I, one of the thing I wanted to say on the trades is it, it's really good to see so much trading and like people that might not have necessarily traded with each other before. I, I kind of agree with Eddie Exotic that we were the victim of everybody having their trading partners and years prior that that's who you went to. and It doesn't feel like that's the case anymore, which, which is a really nice change up and more people are active and trying to make their team better in some way, shape or form
0: yeah I know I know it killed Micah to sell that's not that's not what he likes to do so um, especially with how good his roster is <laughs> yeah I mean I I think uh, I think the running backs that we thought he actually had a couple uh, at the start of the year I think Kareem Hunt's taken a step back obviously Pollard yeah. just doesn't get enough touches Herbert's just as good if not better than Montgomery but he, the touches just aren't there for him and yeah. Well this is a pro Jerry Judy podcast. Um
3: <laughs> okay.
0: just he's got Russell Wilson at quarterback. So let's start off with the Desert Dogs and the Mad Dogs week eight matchup. Uh three and four dogs against two and five mad dogs right now. I am a one oh eight to eighty four uh projection from ESPN. That's cause Debo looked like he may be unlikely to play um this week. On the Desert Dogs side, we got Kyler, McCaffrey, Ramondre, C.D. Lamb, Devontae Adams, T.J. Hawkinson, Brandon Cooks, and Tyler Lockett. And on the Sad Dogs, we got Prescott, Damian Pierce, Tony Pollard, Debo, uh, which probably becomes maybe Khalil Herbert or maybe a waiver Wire guy, uh, George Pickens, Tyler Higbee, Kareem Hunt, and Jerry Judy. Um, we'll start off with the Mad Dogs, and we'll start talking about George Pickens. Might as well, he was in the trade. Um, had a nice touchdown catch last week. Three of his last four, he's been double digits. Uh, gets the Eagles this week, definitely a tough matchup. The Steelers are 11-point dog zone that game, so there should be some volume for Pickens, Hopefully. Um, I would bet he has a decent game this week since I just traded him away and he's playing against me
1: <sighs> no not this week um I think we all can see kind of the talent there and, and the futures certainly has has a little brightness to it but um Eagles are just really good and the Steelers are not <laughs> um so I'm a little concerned this week for Pickens um don't think, uh don't think we're getting into double digits this week. So down on him this week. But rest of the season, I uh, wouldn't be surprised if he puts up some,
3: some nice numbers down the stretch. Um, really showcases kind of what they got there going forward in Pittsburgh because they're not going to have a whole
2: lot to play for. I'm not sure if there is a player on the Steelers roster where I feel really comfortable about slotting him in as a starting player. It's nothing against Pickens. I think he's a great... Great player, just horrible situation, horrible offense. The standard is the standard, and unfortunately that that standard is very poor. Facing an Eagles roster, coming off of a bye, my God. Uh, If I do go to that game live, I will not be wearing any Steelers gear. Are you thinking about going? What was the question? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was thinking about going, yeah.
0: Gonna be uh, wild down there on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Got a playoff game and uh, our World Series game, I should say.
2: I thought you'd be at the bank, Phil. Hey, just like every other Philly fan, dusting off one of those old jerseys in the attic from the 09 season, heading down there. Love the Phillies. Been <laughs> a fan my whole life. Go to every game.
0: Well, the guy I'd like to talk about from my team, Shane, you did me dirty on uh, Monday night in our other league. My second loss by a point or less because <laughs> uh, Ramondre just did his thing. And I think this is a very pro-Ramondre Stevenson podcast. You're correct. It is. Um,
1: seems like he has separated himself as the, the clear guy in New England. Um, the work out of the backfield obviously last week but been pretty steady all year is, is what you gotta love he's, he's got four games with at least four catches this year um, getting into that 15 touch range just about every week if not more so yeah big Truth truther here um, love him having him the other lead obviously a stud, uh, RB9. What's not to like? What is not to like? And uh, you are correct.
2: This is a pro Stevenson Truther podcast. Disappointed I didn't get him in the draft, which I'm, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned a few times by now. He's great. Plug him in. Big fan.
0: All right, who do you guys got winning this matchup? I'll take the Desert Dogs. The dogs and it's not close. I mean, you take his best player
2: right before you play him. Crafty move. Dog's big. Uh, well they're both dogs. Uh Happy unfortunate, dogs. Unfortunately, I, I, I don't know if I would have pulled the trigger on sewing just yet. Uh I I'm not there yet. I, I would've seen how this week goes. Uh, you get the three wins after you beat the Desert Dogs. I don't know, but with, with, with the trade, with everything that's happened, happy dogs, big.
0: All right. Next game. This is not the game of the week. Steel Curtain against Nevermore. Uh, Steel Curtain projected for 83. Nevermore, no quarterback right now, projected for 82. Um, yeah, not... Not a lot to talk about here in this one, but we'll, we'll do it anyway. Um, on the Curtain side, Derek Carr, Antonio Gibson, Raheem Mostert, Gabe Davis, Darnell Mooney, Hayden Hurst, Garrett Wilson, and Marvin Jones Jr. On the Nevermore side, we got uh, no QB, Leonard Fournette, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Chris Godwin, Dallas Goddard, Jamal Williams, and Latavius Murray. Um, we'll start off on the Steel Curtain side. Big game last week from Raheem Mostert, 18.9. I thought he looked really good in that game, and he's uh, had two pretty good uh, weeks in his last three. The work seems to be there. It's always been a health thing with Mostert. He's a good player. What do you guys think he does this week at Detroit? Should be a good one, I think.
1: Yeah, another, uh, another good game I see coming here. Um, this is one I'm going to chalk up on the I feel like I was right about this I, I think I said at the beginning of the year right at the draft that Ed got a steal with with Mostert um, when, he, when he drafted him I believe right um, I think it was, a, it was a good buy then and uh, starting to pay dividends now the workload's there um, interesting to see if this is a, a piece that he's going to sell off I mean I don't know if Ed's gotten his money already see if he can package something and maybe um, try to get a little more um,
2: maybe some keeper value from someone yeah I'm not sure how active he's going to be from here on out but this is a Mozart truther podcast symphony will start 1 o'clock in Detroit this Sunday folks get your tickets now
0: um on the nevermore <laughs> s- on the on the nevermore side um i guess i, I we've talked about a couple of times but i don't want to talk about either of guys playing tonight uh jamar chase out 4 to 6 weeks just announced today got to like that for t higgins monday night against the cleveland browns right yeah
1: um love it um big t guy it's just i hate <laughs> It seems like I know this. This is the other league I'm talking about right now. But like, no matter what, I feel like everything goes right for me in that league. Yeah, it, it's it's stupid. Like, I don't even try that hard, <laughs> and everything just kind of falls into place in that league for me for whatever reason. Who knows? Maybe at some point it's going to turn the fancy gods or like that. But like, I have Higgins. Like, everything just kind of works out in that league for me for the last. Year, year and a half, um, but yeah, big big Higgins week this week Monday night. Um, he's getting in the end zone. Cleveland is a, is a, is just awful. Um, big uh, big Higgins game. You got to upgrade him to wide receiver one, uh,
3: at least until Chase is out. Gotta love him this week. A great play. you you're right. Cleveland just doesn't seem to have a whole lot of fight or, or bark
2: in the dog pound, depending on what kind of metaphor you want to use. Big T. Higgins fan, at least for the next four to six weeks, we'll chase it out. Just like everybody else does.
0: I'll take Nevermore to win this game, though.
2: Yeah, Nevermore. I, it's one of those, if they were playing any other team, I, I'd say double up is in play. Uh... Steel Curtain is going to actually take this pillow fight. Uh, First to 75 wins it.
0: (laughs) All right, next game, Fleetwood Franchise against Take Your Ball and Go Home. Franchise, obviously the Jamar Chase owner in the league, so they lose uh, their best wide receiver this week. So they're rolling out Josh Allen, Damian Harris, Brian Robinson Jr., Cortland Sutton, Curtis Samuel, Darren Waller, Robert Woods, and Wandale Robinson. Uh, On the go-home side, it'll be Kirk Cousins, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Tyreek Hill, Amon Ra, possibly Taysom Hill or Gerald Everett or some (laughs) some tight end, uh, Stephon Diggs and Jeff Wilson Jr. I'm guessing we might see Wilson get slotted out and someone else get slotted in on this one. Um, Not going to really talk about the projections much because Shane's going to change significantly when he changes his quarterback and adds a tight end. But I think the take-your-ball-and-go-home side will be favored to win this one when those changes happen. Um, On the franchise side, definitely a tough-looking lineup this week with no chase. And Brees Hall gets injured, so he he loses two big pieces um, in the last week. He gets Josh Allen back off the bye, but... You can't feel good about starting Damian Harris and Brian Robinson Jr. as your two running backs in this one.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're okay with starting Robinson. Um, Colts are show, have shown that they're not great. Um, Robinson's getting a pretty heavy workload down there for the commies. Um, not exactly thrilled about Harris, obviously. Um. But yeah, I mean, not not great uh, out of the running back duo there. Um, wouldn't wouldn't be too thrilled
2: about it. Uh, I'm actually a, a big uh, BRJ fan. Uh, he represents everything good with with Commanders football. Very comfortable throwing him in the lineup. D- Davian Harris. That's that's one where I I really. I'm not feeling great as I hit that Save the lineup roster in my ESPN app. But I'm, I'm fine with BRJ as long as he can stay out of what looks like harm's way in uh, <laughs> the city of the commanders, um, which I believe he can. Big fan.
0: I will also say there's a player on Todd's team that I think has some real value the rest of the season. I like what the Giants are doing with Wandale Robinson. I think he's a, a decent player, so be interested to see what he does rest of the year. Let's go over to take your ball and go home. Aaron Jones did come up big, as we talked about last week, with the two touchdowns. Didn't matter in the long run, but um, definitely a good yeah, game tip, from him. Tip wins. the
2: cap to the podcast. Yeah, Nailing that one. Do you just uh, talk bad about all your players, no matter what. <laughs>
0: Um, Isaiah Pacheco also get a little running back boost, not for this week on bye, but looks like he, I mean, CH is still going to be involved, but you got to like that Pacheco seems to be a coach's favorite, so maybe things are starting to turn here on the teabag side. Um, let's talk about Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, finally comes back from injury last week and then gets hurt again. Nice. Um one catch for four yards before he's rolled out, has what should be a fantasy-friendly game this week against Miami. Do you guys agree that Amon Ra will bounce back this week?
1: Yeah, I think he bounces back this week. Uh, Miami's secondary, pretty susceptible. Um, but my How things have gone downhill since we kind of topped him up. I don't even remember if it was week after week two or three. We we were talking about how good he was, and then all of a sudden he's been hurt and just haven't done anything since. Five catches for 22 yards in the last uh, four weeks total. So um, I think he gets back on track this week uh, at home against Miami. Um, Likes some points in in that ball game, so
2: I think uh, St. Brown's going to be part of that. It's one of those where if this game was on the road, i I feel completely different about it. I am still a little hesitant of this Lions offense. There's been three or four weeks where they have just not even gotten on the team plane to go wherever they were going. I don't have any concerns with St. Brown. He's still the same player he was at the beginning of the year when we were telling Shane, great job, great bye. You got to keep her there they will be fine. I, I want to see more out of the Lions overall before I'm ready to say, yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm great with him.
0: Speaking of the Lions, uh, ESPN feels like Tyreek Hill is going to have a huge game. It's, you don't ever see projections like this for a wide receiver. They're projecting him for 18.1 points this week. Um, it's very rare that you see you know we make fun of the ESPN projections but your top receivers are usually more in the 15 range like Diggs is they think he's gonna have a big game this week so
1: entering uh AV status there where he used to be projected for like 20
0: yep yep (laughs) um Josh Allen's playing in this matchup so who do you guys have winning franchise versus take your ball and go
1: yeah franchise I feel like they're always uh, always a thorn on my side uh Think I have the better team for this week. Um, just never feel comfortable playing against them. But it's now or never. Um, think there might be a a trick or two up the the bag sleeve here before this this one's kicks off on Sunday. So let's uh let's go tea bag. If you can get Taysom Hill before kickoff, I'm there. Uh,
2: until then, Josh Allen. Accounts for half the franchise points, and it's enough to take T-Bag out back.
0: I will take take your ball and go home to win this week. I agree with Shane. I think he's got the better team for this week. So, Alright, next game, Abuseman Park against the Renegades. Um, Abuseman Park with a 92-point projection right now, but that's that will change with Kirk Cousins. Uh, probably coming out of that lineup and currently getting a goose egg from Cade Otten at the tight end spot. Um, on Have we figured out who that is yet? No, I picked him up in the start. He kind of looks like Brandon. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Uh, renegade side projected for 106.4. He's got almost 23 points from Lamar at the moment. Um, so he's having a pretty decent game for him here. Zeke unlikely to play, it looks like. Uh, he didn't practice again today, so that was something that needs to be uh, monitored on the Renegade side. Um, on the Renegade side, Lamar, Saquon, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Hopkins, Amari Cooper, Kyle Pitts, and Terry McLaren to go with Zeke. And the Parker rolling out um, a quarterback. I think he'll put one up. Nick Chubb, Travis Etienne, DJ Moore, and Robbie Anderson. Anytime you can get that stack going, you gotta do it. Uh K Dotten, Michael Carter, and Tyler Algier. So actually four pretty decent uh running backs with uh Algier and Carter taking over for injured starters to go with Chubb and Etienne, who seems to be the main man in Jacksonville at the moment, since James Robinson got traded how do you guys feel about ETN's prospects uh, moving forward in the Jacksonville offense yeah I I like it um it's all I'm almost looking
3: at this park roster saying man I better flip the script and start buying um almost feels like
1: you're a couple receivers away from from being a, a contender I mean but to answer your question yeah I like ETN um Gonna be a lot more work uh, added to, to his back um, with Robinson out of town. Gotta figure that he gets elevated to high end RB one, low end RB two status. Somewhere
2: in there. I, I I I think you reverse that. Um, or, yeah, sorry. High end RB
1: two, low end RB one.
2: Yeah, you gotta like it. The the workload's gonna be there. You know, they they drafted him where they drafted him to feed him the rock and get him the touches. There's nothing that isn't to love about James Robinson moving on and and ETN being a surefire low-end RB1, high-end RB2, week in and week out, rest of the season.
0: Yeah, he had 114 yards rushing on 14 carries last week, so uh, gets the... Denver defense this week, so it should be a little harder to pass. They may have to lean on him a little bit in that London game. So, yeah, I agree with you guys. A lot to like about ETN. Um, Renegades, we'll see Dalvin Cook's debut for the Renegades. 15-point projection uh, against the Arizona Cardinals. Gone over 15 points, only one time this year so far. Do you agree with the SPN that Dalvin will go over fifteen points. Uh yeah I do.
1: Um I like a lot of points in that matchup as well. Minnesota, Arizona. Um I think that one's for all you over betters out there, this one load up. Um not <laughs> <Tough> financial advice. <laughs> like uh like, a nice, cool 55 points in that game. Um, but, yeah, I think Cook goes over. Um, just looking at this Renegades roster, man, if you you threw this roster out in, like, 2017, you are putting up 150 a week. Uh, I mean, I, I, I'd argue right now it's pretty darn good. <laughs> I mean, it's still good right now, but, I mean, look at it. Like, Barkley, Cook, Hopkins, Cooper, Elliott, Rogers... Thielen? Houston, Thielen, like, four or five years ago, I mean, this these are all the best players in football. Still a good team.
0: Phil, yeah. Phil, wow. Over 15 uh, for Dalvin Cook.
2: <laughs> yeah. Way over. Change of scenery is going to be good for him. <laughs> uh, my God, look, look at this matchup. Just juice bomb cook
0: way over this might be a double up on the question alright let's uh, so you're taking the renegades to win uh, yeah I I mean I don't like the goose egg at the tight end spot so that hurts I think but we
1: might have one on the Renegades side too so don't worry about that
0: yeah I'm taking uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Kyle Pitts <laughs> um, fucking yeah. I'm going to take the from Park in an upset this week
2: Wow, 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 wow. Hot take.
1: No, 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 this is Renegades. A lot of juicy matchups on the Renegades side. Um, Give me Renegades by
2: double digits. Don't overthink this one, fellas. Renegades, big. All right. Um, Next game,
0: Seawolves versus Flock. 6-1 6-1 and one Seawolves against the 5-2 and two Flock. Mark Andrews gets ruled out uh, early in this one for the Ravens. So he's only going to put up 4.8 this week. So that's definitely going to hurt the Flock side. Joining Mark Andrews we got Joe Burrow, Jonathan Taylor, Kenneth Walker, Brandon Ayuk, Christian Kirk, DeAndre Swift and Devin Singletary on the Seawolves side uh, projected for 97 points because he's getting a goose egg from Bateman at the moment. What's open for more there? Jalen, Jalen Hurts, Derrick Henry, Eno Benjamin, uh, A.J. Brown, Zach Ertz, Chris Olave, and Romeo Dubs. Dubs should have a decent game this week um, with Alan Lazard likely not playing. But let's talk about a player that I don't think we've talked too much about, but he's been pretty decent. Uh, he is tight end four on the season. Uh, four weeks, double digits. The other three, it's been middling around seven-ish points. Uh, Zach Ertz gets a decent matchup against Minnesota. As we talked about, no Hollywood Brown. so Ertz is um, probably second behind DeAndre Hopkins in targets for the Cardinals this week. What do you guys think about Zach Ertz?
1: <laughs> yeah, been pretty steady. Been pretty good. Uh, only two tutters on the year. And still, uh, still putting up tight end four numbers, uh, tight end landscape has a lot to do with that. Um, we've talked about it already, how, after Kelsey really, I mean, Andrews isn't really having a great year, um, so far. But after Kelsey, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot. Um, uh, if you don't have Kelsey or Taysom, you're, uh, you're deep shit. So, been a, been a nice little resurgence here here so far for, for old man Ertz. Um, I guess I dare throw him into the you feel good slotting him into your tight end slot um, category that we talked about a few weeks ago.
2: He's no X-factor. He's he's not going to rush the football and toss the football like we see some others in the league do. This is one of those just dumb dumb luck lottery ticket sitting on the sidewalk. It's actually worth some money. I was planning on grabbing just pretty much any tight end, throwing him out there for week one and then grabbing some fodder from there on out, after not getting a lot of the top guys. This was just pure luck, and he's been much better than pretty much everybody thought he was going to be, including me. Uh, Very lucky, but it's a classic story with the Seawolves, where I'll just step in some pretty good luck, beginning of the season, he'll... He'll be one of those guys that just fades off into the distance, and big part of the reason why Seawolves exit stage left early in the playoffs.
0: It's gonna be tough this week with awesome Eckler on by, but um, we'll see what they can we'll see if the Seawolves can pull it off. Do you guys have them winning this matchup?
1: Man, uh, some pretty good teams here. I am going With the flock. I mean... Joey B gets it done on Monday night. You look at this flock roster.
2: uh, Kenny Walker, just a phenomenal play from here on out. He's He's an RB1. Jonathan Taylor, not much to say. Just, this team's loaded. However, not so fast, my friend. This is a matchup league you got to beat the team in front of you. Despite the goose egg from Rashad Bateman, King Henry is about to take off. Jalen Hurts to the A.J. Brown stack against the Steelers team that, I, I mean, by, by all accounts, has effectively given up on the season and given up on the standard as the standard in Coach Tomlin.
3: Seawolves, find a way, get it done in a close
2: one. <laughs>
0: Um, I'm going to take the Flock as well, despite that, <laughs> that, that, that rousing endorsement. that huh? No, I, I mean, I, sales. I like Derek Henry this week. I agree with you, but the zero from Bateman at the moment, that's going to be tough. You know, Benjamin, we'll see what his role looks like this week. I mean, he's been good enough that they should consider to continue to give him the ball, even though um, it looks like Connor may play this week. But I like the matchups on... The flock side. I mean, Debo Samuel potentially not playing this week helps Ayuk. Um, DeAndre Swift coming back, I think, is going to be good for them. Jonathan Taylor should get a ton of work with Sam Ellinger playing quarterback this week, since the Colts decided after Phil picked up Matt Ryan, they're just never going to play him again. Um, and Kenneth Walker's been good, and obviously Joe Burrow. Uh, he's been making it rain, so uh, I'm gonna take the flock. But I think it's good I think it's gonna be a close game. So I do like some of your matchups. I just think he's got a couple better players on the side for his week.
2: I'm not sure a- Bateman's even out there.
0: <laughs> uh, I think they said he's dealing with a foot injury on the sidelines, so uh, that might I get be it. correct. Game of the week. Four and three Bull against the five and two Ice Creamers, Um, Chiefs on bye, so obviously that hurts the Ice Cream. And DK Metcalf, very questionable to play this week. Um, Ice Cream went out and picked up Tom Brady to start tonight. He's got nine points so far. One of his touchdowns, or sorry, uh, no touchdown, but Mike Evans is having a decent game with 12.7. Uh, Tommy Terrific trying to go two straight games without throwing a passing touchdown. Shane, we'll get your thoughts on that later. Uh, Bull Weevils, 116 projection, Ice Cream 94. On the Bull Weevils side, Tua, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, Mike Evans, Cooper Cup, Firemuth, Michael Pittman, Jalen Waddell. On the Ice Cream side, Brady, Kamara, Najee, Justin Jefferson, Tyler Boyd, George Kittle, Devonta Smith, and Melvin Gordon. So, pretty decent matchup here. Um, just an embarrassment of wide receiver riches on the Bull Weevil side that they can't find a spot for Jacoby Myers but I'm looking at it and here's I guess that's our question. Would you rather have Michael Pittman starting against Washington with a first time quarterback um, or would you rather start Jacoby Myers going up against Sauce Gardner in the New York Jets? That is a good question.
1: Um Uh, I think I'm going to lean Pittman just because who he's playing against. Um, commies are bad. So I'm going to go lean on the fact that I, I think that even though it's a new quarterback, Pittman's going to be able to put some some numbers up against uh, that defense. Jets defense, pretty good. Um, I think they'll be able to slow Myers down a little bit.
3: That
0: was a pretty awesome touchdown Myers had Monday night. That was.
2: Oh, yeah. I watched that on the plane. Uh, that, I told you guys about the, the teaser bet next to me, and it was over at that point. Uh, I wouldn't overthink it. Pippen's, Pippen's the better player. I, I know there's a lot of question marks, but if I lose because I have Myers in the lineup over Pippen, that's something I can't really live with myself But the, the opposite, I'm, I'm okay with losing like that. That, 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 that would be
0: my call. Yeah, Jacoby Myers might be a case of better at real football than fantasy football. Yeah, I think looking at it a little closer, I think he's a really good player, but he is wide receiver 34 in the season. Pittman even missing a game is wide receiver 20. Um, you know, he doesn't score a lot of touchdowns, but he gets a ton of targets and is pretty efficient in those. So, yeah, I guess uh, you guys sold me on that between matchup and better player. He's doing the right thing with Pittman. Um, on the ice cream side one of our favorite guys to talk about I think we can just probably talk about him every week let's do a point over and under Justin Jefferson Arizona Sunday 1pm game uh, over under 19.5 points for double J's
1: yeah tell me how he's only projected for 15.4 right um when Hill's projected for 18-point whatever you said. Um, I'm going over, because I think Jefferson gets a tutter,
3: and it's certainly going to get 100 yards. So,
1: yeah, you're going to need, six, what, six catches to get, hit the over then?
0: Sure.
2: So, yeah, I'm <laughs> going over. It just reminds me of one of those games where the Cardinals don't even show up. Uh, and Jefferson ju- just has his way with that secondary. Whatever the number was, pencil me in for a double up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know when the Cardinals are just going to decide they're done with Cliff. Duvernay with the touchdown, though. So that's Duvernay a Duvernay game.
2: Yeah, that's we, we were right on game. that, just yes. a year early.
0: Um, I'll take the Bull Weevils in the upset. Not, It's not an upset this week because the Chiefs are on by, but uh, ice cream in general is a better team. But I'll take the Weevils.
1: Yeah, good week. Uh, good week for the Weevils to catch uh, catch the Shitters here. Um, <laughs> like, um, hopefully like you're. Bowl. Hopefully
0: you're not actually on the toilet all weekend, bull.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, certainly. a Little luck of the draw there facing uh, facing Spears when uh, when the Chiefs are on by. So I think we'll take the Weevils as well.
2: I like the Weevils. Uh, It's closer than you guys think. Give me the Weevils in the game of the week. All
0: right, I did a bad job of starting this podcast, and I totally skipped over it. Phil, do you have a question for us?
2: Uh, I do. Our our listeners were
1: probably like, what
0: the hell's going on here? I'm, I'm still on Mountain Time, and yeah, so I just, yeah,
2: sorry. Where were you? Salt Lake City. Yeah, I'm heading there uh, in two weeks. How was it?
0: It's fun there. It's very clean town. It was nice.
2: Yeah, it is nice. Uh, all right. Tonight's matchup, Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, two absolute <laughs> juggernaut legend fantasy quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks also in the top 12, a.k.a. QB1, at the position this season can you name the other 10 quarterbacks as QB1s in softball
0: that's bad that Brady's top 12
2: alright yeah I, I couldn't believe it uh, do you want to go first
1: cause or
0: um you can Good.
1: alright I'll take the, the easy one uh Joshua Allen? <laughs> Josh Allen. Number one in your hearts, number one in the
0: QB rankings. Correct. Even coming after a bye. Um, Jalen Hurts. Oh, you knew there was going to be a Seawolf
2: on this list. QB 5, also coming off of a bye. Um, Pat Mahomes? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, QB2. You guys are just on it. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, QB7.
1: Um, well we were just talking about him, um, he's been awesome. Joey B. Joe Burrow, QB3.
2: You guys might just run this category. <laughs> uh... I don't
0: think he will. Trevor Lawrence.
2: Trevor Lawrence, QB9.
1: Um, let's see here. All right, so Lamar and Brady were on here. So that there's, what, four left?
2: Oh. Uh, one, two, yes. three, four, four. five. You said six. You gave us
1: two.
0: There should be four left.
1: What kind of voodoo math are you using over there? All right, hold on. One, two, three, Alan Mahomes, Hertz, four. Allen, Mahomes, Hurts, Murray, Lawrence is six. Lamar,
2: Brady makes eight. You're done. Oh, wait, wait, Tom Brady's wait. Wait. not on
0: this list. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Wait, no, Wait, repeat what you just said. I said Allen... <laughs>
1: I said Mahomes and I said Burrow. Cos said Hurts, Murray, Lawrence. Yeah, that's six. Uh huh.
0: Lamar you and Brady are seven y- and eight. You gave us
1: two of them, so there can only be four more.
2: Either way, I'm going Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, QB eight. So, all right, I I'm not good at math. <laughs> You you don't have quarterback six, you don't have quarterback ten, and you don't have quarterback twelve. Well, I think I only have one more of them, so...
0: Well, I know one of these guys, and that is not the guy that is the former Seattle quarterback, it's the guy that is the current Seattle quarterback, Geno Smith. Yeah, that
2: was my other one, too. Geno Smith is on this list. (laughs) QB six. Wow. How many people had that? My bingo card is full. Yeah, I, I, yeah these last two. Um, one, now. you should get. The other one, if you get it, uh, I'm going to
1: ask to see a screenshot of a phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm fresh out. A, one we should get and one we shouldn't get. want to say Roger's so bad but I
2: don't think he's on there so Um, let me go with the one big game Jared Goff Jared Goff is not on this oh, list. QB 15, Shane embarrasses himself with trivia again. God, he had such that's a big th- game, I Who
1: was it? Washington or Seattle.
0: Or yeah, one. they had a bye week and they got shut out by the Patriots. So that's going to be probably why, but that was a good yeah. guess. Um, I think you should have stuck with your gut because I think Aaron Rodgers is on this list.
2: Aaron Rodgers is not on this oh, list. QB thirteen. Alright. Goff had a game against the Patriots four point eight six. And then oh man, against the Cowboys last week he went negative. Okay. Oh, things you hate to see. I'll do it. Uh The quarterback play has been pretty shitty this year. We have talked about this guy a lot. Um, comes from whew, a pedigree of a college football conference known to produce
3: just phenomenal NFL quarterbacks. That—that that is sarcastic. Um,
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: which conference are you talking
0: about? It's... I I think I know who the player you're talking about is. I'm out. I don't I don't don't, got it. NFC North counterpart, Kirk Cousins. No, no, no. No? I didn't give you... That was was a bad hint. Uh, Kirk Cousins is not on this list. He Uh is QB
2: 16. So what what are these guys... uh, A lot of people thought he was a draft bust, but he is having a pretty good season for a fantasy quarterback and, and his team's doing a lot better than expectations the other one is I, I mean you could have given me 20 guesses and I wouldn't have found Marcus Mariota Marcus Mariota is on this list QB
0: 12 somehow I couldn't believe that the so, other one is the one you should get. and that's QB 10 you said yeah Oh, Derek Carr.
2: Uh, Derek Carr is not on this list. QB 17.
0: Oh, wow. All right, give it to us. I don't have it. I
2: don't have it. ACC great. DJ Daniel Jones. Oh. Kenny 10. Danny Yeah, yeah that. That's he, he, he's had a pretty good year. I, I was surprised you guys then. Otten
0: touchdown Kate Otten Tutter there's a flag on the field Oh yeah
2: no that's not going to stand
0: that's coming back Uh, this is I know we've talked about it privately Um, I want this out there publicly right now this is not the way I want to watch Tom Brady even though I don't particularly care for him this is bad Uh,
1: yeah I was uh, was talking about this with my brother the other day (laughs) Have a little chat about it. Just, It doesn't look like he's lost. Um, like the arm strength's still there.
0: He can't
3: move. Was, <laughs> Even he's worse. He's not
1: moving as well. I don't know. It's just the the overall competitiveness and, and kind of why someone like me loves Tom Brady. It's just doesn't seem to be there. Um,
0: no composure.
1: It doesn't, doesn't seem to matter as much to him right now, which
2: is, is, is a
1: frustrating thing to watch.
2: Um, I don't know. When I was a
3: kid, Michael Jordan and the Wizards went to the Bryce Jordan Center at State College to play a preseason game. This feels a lot like how
2: I felt at that preseason game. This is the, the Jordan Wizard year. It's, um, it's sad. He's not going to go out on top. I, I'll, I'll be surprised if he finishes the season. He's obviously frustrated with his team. I, I, I just think this is a product of being on a team that's not particularly
0: good. And he should have seen that coming into the year. And I'm surprised he came back and gave up his marriage and kids and whatever. Here's a good question for you. I give you um, the Buccaneers or the field to win the NFC South. Who are you taking? And
1: from the uh, lackluster squads in that division, where, uh, where are we at right now? So
0: the, the Bucs and Falcons are tied for first at 3-4, and four, and the Panthers and Saints are both 2-5. and five. I feel like you said I'd take the Bucs,
2: right?
1: I mean, I still, I, yeah, I think i still take the Bucs. Yeah, I I agree. I'm, I'm
2: not happy about it. But I, I can't get behind, even though I get the other teams, I, I can't get behind any of them.
0: I did see the Vegas favorites for the number one pick are the Steelers and the Lions. It's exactly what you want when you just drafted a first round quarterback to be top two and uh, Bryce Stroud, uh, or yeah, the CJ Stroud Bryce uh, Young draft right. Look, you you, you took him at
2: quarterback or or pick twenty four. If you if you throw him in the trash, who cares? Yeah, no, I, um, I yeah, it's it's clear right? what
0: their decision should be, but. It's so you just, gotta, if, if you think it. you have
2: the guy, if you think there's a 20% chance that one of those is the guy, <laughs> you got
1: you gotta take him. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you, even if you draft, like, you're like a, a decent quarterback and you somehow luck into, like, injuries or whatever, you luck into, just that being very good, getting into that spot, and, like Peyton Manning's available, or, or Andrew Luck is, is on the board, like, quarterback, like, that is available, like. Not saying that Stroud or Young are, are those guys, but I feel like you still take the quarterback. <laughs> it's, it's a quarterback quarterback lead. It's a good problem to have because if you think, all right, I don't think it's 20%, I don't think it's
3: 10 or 5%, and you want to trade that pick, you get a king's ransom in drafts like this where, where there's really good quarterbacks. So it's a, it's a
2: really good problem to have. <clears throat>
0: Alright well it's going to be interesting to see There's The standings are wild The NFL is going to be fun down the stretch here um, Thank you both for joining me This week to talk week 8 And we will Chat with you guys next week When we break down week 9 uh, Don't forget trade deadline Is next Wednesday So look forward to Hashing out the deadline on next week's podcast Thanks guys and we'll talk to you next week